You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose. This episode is all about the COVID-19 vaccine. As I record this, more than 356 million doses have been administered in the United States. And the great news is, is when it comes to those ages 65 and up, more than 90% of the United States population has at least one dose. That's great news. But when we look at the entire United States population, that number drops to about 50% for individuals who are fully vaccinated. Now, we know that there are reasons that people are not able to get vaccinated, such as a medical condition or religious belief. Um, but there are other people that are just still on the fence. And so today's episode is to provide some additional context to some of the more common um, things that people have concerns about when it comes to making this decision. And so we're hoping that you can listen to this information and then provide uh, the best choice for you and your family. So we are here today with Dr. Froze, and she is, I'm going to introduce herself. I'm going to let you tell your title and um, what you do here at Mercy One. So I'm an infectious disease physician. Um, I've been in Mercy One for about 13 years. Um, I'm also president of medical staff currently. Great. Um, so we want to ask you about some vaccine myths today. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of misinformation out there and we wanted to tackle a few that we've been hearing recently. So let's start today with um, the myth that the vaccine is still experimental and not FDA approved. If it was safe, it would be approved. Yes, it takes time for vaccine approvals. Um, it you know, we have had what more than 330 million vaccine doses administered in the United States. Uh, I think the safety data is pretty strong. Um, many, many millions have been administered all across the globe. We've had only a handful of side effects here and there. Um, the safety data is very strong. Uh, I would not use that word experimental for it. Um, FDA has given emergency use authorization and in the midst of pandemic, that's what we need. We don't wait for approvals of a vaccine when we are in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. The vaccine was developed too quickly to be considered safe. It was developed too quickly, but um, all the vaccine steps that needed to be taken were taken. And uh, they were trials done just the way we would for any other vaccine or any other drug. And the trials proved the vaccine efficacy and the vaccine safety. There isn't enough research about potential long-term health effects. Yeah, so long-term health effects will come after a long time. So um, we don't know, but as far as we know until now, um, you know, since December vaccinations have been given, it's more than six months. Uh, there are no long-term side effects that we know of at the moment, but uh, people in clinical trials, they will be continue to be studied for a few years at least. My friend got vaccinated and still got sick, so it's not worth it. Yeah, vaccination doesn't mean that you can't get the infection. Vaccination means it protects you from getting severely ill, it protects you from hospitalization. It protects you from getting on the ventilator. It protects you from death. 
So we should look at it that way. Um, yes, you can get sick, but sometimes you may even get infection and you may not have much of symptoms. You may just be a carrier and get over it. That's because you have protective antibodies. To, your body has made antibodies because you got the vaccine and it's fighting the infection and you're not gonna get very sick with it. So let's trans, uh, transfer over to like kids and mm -hmm. children. Um, kids should build immunity naturally by being out in the world and being exposed to things in the envir environment. That's what we believe for common colds and common illnesses. Uh, but SARS-CoV-2 is a novel coronavirus. It's a new one. There is no immunity at the moment. Uh, yes, we all build immunity. Kids will build immunity if they get exposed to this virus, but some kids may get really sick and some kids have even died. So we have to weigh risk and benefits. What are we, you know, obviously at the moment, we don't have the vaccine for the kids. So we have to protect them in every way we can. And the way we will protect the kids is getting ourselves vaccinated. And all the kids more than 12 years old can get the vaccine so they can protect their siblings and their friends in school. Um, so they can still get sick. Uh, we don't wait for natural immunities to come. Vaccination for measles, for example, is one of those, right? I mean, there were many kids who died of measles, uh, but still we, you know, developed a vaccine to protect many other kids. I want to have children someday, and I'm worried that the vaccine will impact my fertility. Yeah, so there is no evidence that it impacts fertility. I think some of the notion was, you know, when uh, people heard about mRNA, it was something new that, oh, mRNA, RNA, DNA, genetic materials. So people question that, will this mRNA part of the vaccine enter into our genetic material or incorporate into that and cause, you know, some certain genetic weird things in people and affect fertility. Uh, but that doesn't happen. Uh, that doesn't happen. It's a very specific vaccine for very specific spike protein on the coronavirus. Would you say you would encourage um, women, um, e even some pregnant women, mm -hmm. it's okay to get yeah. the vaccine? Yeah. So it is okay to get a vaccine during your pregnancy, during breastfeeding, or when you are trying to conceive. We have had all this when we started vaccinating people. I have colleagues who got vaccinated while they were pregnant and who got vaccinated while they were breastfeeding. I acknowledge there are legitimate medical reasons for not getting the vaccine, but let's talk about why these concerns exist, not that the vaccine will give it to you. Yeah, so Guillain-Barre, uh, you know, has been associated with every vaccination. Um, especially influenza, during influenza season, um, but it's very rare. It's very, very rare and um, that's one of the rarest side effects and people who have had Guillain-Barre try to not take, you know, flu vaccine. So similarly, they have added on the cases of Guillain-Barre with COVID vaccine are just, you can count on your fingers, uh, you know, especially uh, when compared to the many doses that have been given. Um, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some myths about COVID mm -hmm. rather than the vaccine. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I know there's a lot out there, but there's a couple that kind of stand out. Yeah. Um, the virus has a 98% survival rate and mm -hmm. it's being blown out of proportion. Yeah, so many people do well, and that's true. But let's not forget, uh, 630,000 people have died in the United States. More than 4 million people have died across the globe. Um, so no, it's it, nobody is blowing out of proportion, but the, but the death toll is incredible. Every death counts. And um, many people get better, which is a good thing, but many people have also died. Uh, from in healthcare, if you ask healthcare workers, what do we see? We see the worst part. We see death more than people getting better. Uh, and that is the reason why we emphasize so much on believing in this disease and getting yourself vaccinated. And the last one um, that I wanted to touch on today was I'm young and healthy. And if I get COVID, I'll be fine. Yeah. So I'll reiterate the same thing. Most of the people will be okay. Uh, but now more and more people in the hospital are on the younger side. Uh, when this pandemic started, it was the old, the elderly, the immunosuppressed that we were worried about. That's why we vaccinated them first. But now we have seen people less than 60 years old, less than 50 years old. We have people less than 30 years old who are hospitalized and who are on ventilator. So you, you are young, healthy, you will hopefully recover. But if you are one of those unfortunate ones, then you will not do good. Are there any other myths that you've heard that you'd like to touch on today? I you know, know so many. yeah, there, there's another thing that I uh, keep hearing, which I really want to clear this up. People say, I've had COVID. Uh, I have immunity, so I don't want to get vaccinated. More and more research is coming out saying that the immunity you develop with the disease is not the same as what you get when you get the vaccination. The amount of antibodies to the specific spike protein of coronavirus that you make when you are vaccinated is way, way better than what the natural immunity you get with the COVID disease. So even if somebody has had COVID, once they recover, once they feel better, they should get vaccinated. And we emphasize that to each and every COVID positive patient that we are discharging from the hospital. And, you know, so that that is one, um, you know, when we talk about natural immunity, I think that is what is going on. And I hear that from a lot of people. And once you had COVID doesn't mean you're not going to have another time because we have seen this during pandemic. We had the alpha variant, now a delta variant. And yes, people have gotten sick again with another variant. Um, so that is why the more vaccinated people are out there, the less the transmission is out there, the less the variants we will make. Now, variants can be weak and can be as strong as the Delta variant that's spreading rapidly. So please, uh, everybody, whether you had COVID or not, you should get vaccinated. Any others that you've heard that you want to... You know, this is the most common one, that I've had COVID and I um, don't need vaccine. The other thing is about uh, people still, still questioning the efficacy of masking. You know, we have, uh, we know uh, all through this last one and a half years um, of this pandemic that masks do protect people. For example, last year, we barely had any influenza. Influenza is a respiratory illness. 
why did we have less of influenza or barely any influenza uh, hospitalizations? Because everybody was masking during influenza season. Nobody was transmitting respiratory illness back and forth because they were masked. So masks do protect against respiratory illnesses. And, you know, we don't have many tools uh, in our box to protect people against coronavirus. It's highly transmittable respiratory virus and masks are the best protection. Hand hygiene, masking, and keeping your distance are the best things. Great. Well, thank you for visiting with us today. Yeah, you're we welcome. Thanks for having me, Marcy. We appreciate your expertise. Thank you. What's some information that you are looking for when it comes to deciding whether to get the vaccine? We'd love to um, hear your feedback. You can send that to podcast at mercyhealth.com. You can also find us online at mercyone.org slash podcast. If you've got something that we should take back to our infectious disease experts, let us know. Send us a message and we'd be happy to answer that for you and address them on a future podcast. Until then, live your best life.